Hey guys, it's Shania, and welcome back to A Thoughtful Mind. This week, I found myself having three separate conversations about today's topic, which is empathy. Grab a pen and some paper because we're going to talk about it. And I'll do my best to help you understand what it is, why it's useful, and explain the three different kinds of empathy you may experience. So without further ado, let's get into it. There's a quote that says, the highest form of knowledge is empathy, and I couldn't agree more. The key ingredient that a lot of people in this world lack is empathy. If you feel you're not an empathetic person, don't worry, because you can become one. And a little bit later, I'll tell you how. A lot of people confuse empathy with sympathy, and they're not the same thing. Sympathy, by definition, is feeling of pity or sorrow for someone else's misfortune, while empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. I've always considered myself to be a bit of a natural empath. It's always been easy for me to understand understand how another person may be feeling, even if not right away. I've always felt like other people's emotions and feelings, especially those closest to me, were contagious. What I didn't know was that it's kind of a rare thing to experience. And the more I talked about it to others, the more I realized that one, people either didn't have the ability to be empathetic or two, they didn't know what it was called. In my studies, I found that there are three kinds of empathy, cognitive, emotional, which is the kind of empath I would consider myself to be, and compassionate. Cognitive empathy is simply knowing how the other person feels and what they might be thinking. It encompasses thought, intellect, and understanding, which may be useful for negotiating, motivating others, and understanding a wide range of views, aka having an open mind. Cognitive empaths are usually good communicators because they can relay information in a way that will reach another person. To start becoming a cognitive empath, try making educated guesses towards how other people may feel. Read their body language and facial expressions without bias. Be sensitive to their personality, but also how they perceive your thoughts and style of communication. Emotional empathy is when you feel physically along with another person. It encompasses feeling, physical sensation, and uses the mirror neurons in your brain. It can help make your personal relationships more intimate. And if you're anything like me, when your friend tells you something sad, you're going to cry. To open yourself up to being an emotional empath, this requires a lot of listening, like really listening to another person when they're expressing their thoughts and feelings to you. Try to understand how they might be feeling and why they're feeling the way that they feel. Ask yourself, have I felt similar to what this person described, even if it was for a different reason? Compassionate empathy is when you not only understand another person and feel with them, but are spontaneously moved to help if needed. It encompasses intellect, emotion, and action. If you ask me, this is the kind of empath we should all strive to become. This takes empathy to a whole nother level, where for instance, and I had to, I had to talk about this, I know the Amazon forest is currently burning down and a lot of people don't care, but having compassionate empathy is a difference between seeing the news and going about your day and seeing the news and taking immediate action by simply cutting down, or if possible, cutting out your paper and wood consumption. One way to practice compassionate empathy is to ask the expressive person what you can do to help them. If they're unwilling to share, then ask yourself, 
what helped me when I felt similarly? Or what would have helped me if I've never felt this way? No need to bend over backwards or inconvenience yourself, but small things do go a long way. And just to clarify, to feel and display empathy, you don't need to share the same experience or circumstance as others. It's more of an attempt to better understand the other person by getting to know their perspective. If you find yourself struggling to put someone else's shoes on, so to speak, try to remind yourself of the following. One, you don't know the whole story and they could be dealing with things that they aren't speaking of. Two, your thoughts and feelings can change day to day under different circumstances, such as the mood you're in. Three, when you are emotionally stressed or drained, your behaviors are atypical and maybe that's all there is to it. At some point in your life, you will or have needed that same level of understanding from another person. We all go through things at different times and not everyone is on our schedule and that's okay. Be sure to tune in every week for a new podcast. Subscribe, download my episodes and follow at underscore a thoughtful mind on Instagram to send in your thoughts, questions or topic ideas. Also to stay updated, duh. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to stay connected with each and every one of you. So until next time, stay thoughtful.